This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership podcast, episode 34. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership. I am your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. This podcast empowers you to reach your full potential. Now, are there days where you struggle to inspire and influence yourself, let alone your team, especially with all of the challenges and demands that you have to face? And if you answered yes, you're certainly not alone. Joining me on today's show is Virginia Walker. In her three-decade career that spans sales, finance and leadership, Virginia has held senior roles in leading organisations ranging from the Commonwealth Bank of Australia, Ernst & Young to HP and IBM. And building on her corporate background, Virginia has undertaken an eclectic journey of self-development, including a coaching qualification and has gone on to establish her own business, Transformation Journey, where she works with leaders and is passionate about helping people deliver and learn, particularly in the area of large-scale transformation programs. On today's show, Virginia is going to share what you must continue to do to develop yourself as a leader, the importance of understanding others if you want to be influential, as well as finding a balance between being a leader who's insensitive and a leader who is afraid to hurt other people's feelings. So welcome to the show, Virginia. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's a pleasure to be here. One of the things that we're doing for this particular series is sharing some milestones and successes of our guests so we uh, can celebrate alongside you. So some of the things that you're proud of is developing a team who delivered key elements of a shared services model and then went on to hold senior management roles driving change for their organisation. So you empowered others to, to go on and do that. So congratulations. Thank you. It was an absolute thrill. Yes, and, and particularly too with some of the organisations you worked worked for were uh, certainly well well known in the industry. Some, a couple of other things as well, you led a cross-functional team to launch in a very short time frame, Albert, a revolutionary payment device, and you've written your first book, The Truth About Transformations, which is soon to be published. Well done. Thank you. That was a journey uh, in itself, a, a very special one. Yes. And uh, tell us, when you look back to that journey of, of writing your book and maybe even some of the other roles that you've had, would you do anything differently or would you share something like an insight to your younger self? I've in the last year discovered the power of meditation mm. and I would certainly recommended I know over the years that I've had a number of people recommend to me um, that meditation is a very uh, useful and powerful thing to do interestingly enough and this may be something that your listeners 
um, would find useful too. It was only when someone said to me, I want you to get your phone. I want you to put the timer on for 20 minutes and you will press it and you will meditate like this for 20 minutes every day. Mm. And I just started doing it. So all those gentle pleas were insufficient, a straight order <laughs> sorted that out <laughs> and I have been pleased to say I've been meditating since then and find it much easier to maintain balance in my life. Mm, I'd have to agree one of my um, colleagues and mentors recommended that I do that too take some quiet time haven't quite reached the 20 minute mark uh, <laughs> but I noticed such a difference and it's an incredible what comes up thoughts ideas innovations because we're so busy running around with lots of clutter going on, you know, mentally and, and what we're, you know, uh, surrounded by, that all of this bubbling process and that, that relaxation just doesn't allow for that thought process. Yes. So I love the, I love the phrase, we're always busy doing rather than being. Mm -hmm. And I think exactly to your point, if we spend even a few minutes today, a day, just being. Mm. Um, you know, if you're in a busy workplace and you go to the ladies or the men, if there's some gentlemen listening, um, just take that two minutes and just be, be still. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it, it's amazing that we don't find the time, but if we try, there are all sorts of moments when you can do it. Mm, and I love what you did. You know what? Be intentional. Put it in your calendar and it'll get done just like any other task. <laughs> just like any other. Yep. <laughs> You're very right. Mm. Let's talk about the first um, insight that you want to share. What must we continue to do to develop ourselves as leaders? The biggest thing that I've learned over time is that as I grew myself, as I worked on the things I wanted to achieve for my team. Um, if I look to myself first, uh, that, that was how I got things done. It can be from the simplest things. Um, there was a challenge once where nobody turned up to meetings on time and there were members of a broad team set that, uh, out, of a, 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 out of an employee survey that said, look, we really, we really don't like this, that people don't turn up to meetings on time all the time. And so I said, well, let's start with us. And within two weeks, my team turned up to every single meeting on time because I was there on time. Uh, it was a shock. Wow. It was a shock. It was a shock. And it's a reminder of be the change that you want to be in the world mm -hmm. um, at, at, a, at a level like that. And it also extends to the much um, more strategic uh, elements of how you lead a team, how present you are with your team, you know, many other things. But just a simple example like turning up on time to meetings sets an example that others say, okay, if that's the rule around here, that's what we'll do. Yeah, that is so powerful and so many lessons that are shared and insights that are shared on today on the show as you've just done today can yeah. be used across other areas of our life. And as you were yes. sharing that, I remember reading uh, somewhere that a husband was having difficulties with the relationship with his wife. And he said exactly what you said. You know what? Rather than complain and continue to really have that conflict, I'm going to be the change. And I think every day he, you know, did something lovely for his wife. And then all of a sudden, I think within a couple of days, he noticed that she started um, reciprocating. And before long they were then able to to continue working on on the relationship so you know no matter what's going on 
whether it be in your team, whether it be with a staff member, whether it be in your relationships, be the change, do something, take action first, and then it will often be reciprocated by the other parties. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and it's a, it's a little bit shocking, isn't it? Because we're, we often look externally mm. and um, if you work with what you control yeah what and change which is typically yourself you're absolutely yeah. right the the influence and the result can be extraordinary i also think too when you when we realize as leaders i mean the whole world leading we lead by example which is exactly what you're saying and so often we need to be reminded of that and how often in a workplace or even with your team you might be encouraging your team members to do things a certain way yet if you're not employed implementing or doing what you're wanting them to do, how often do people say, well, why should I do it if she's or he's not going to do that? <laughs> absolutely right. Yes, I could. I absolutely agree. And um, we, we tend to observe it in others. Hmm. Um, and, and looking in the mirror is always a good place to start. Would you say then that if we are seeing, uh, you know, observing actions or inactions in other people, a great place to look is okay what am i doing that perhaps is encouraging that even if i don't you know am not going out of my way to purposely encourage that look to ourselves first and then see what can i do to change my actions my interactions to be able to be a role model for my team have you found that over the years very much so there's a couple of aspects that i've learned more recently in, in my going through the coaching program well, when we see something in others that we don't like or that irritates ourselves it can be reminding us of ourselves. Mm. It can be reminding us of someone we don't like, or it can be it can be the opposite of what we do. And so, understanding that that uh, that behaviour or, or action that is done by the other person is triggering us, and observing what's going on for ourselves is the first place to go to start to fix it. I can think of a, an example uh, if somebody is I, I particularly don't like selfishness okay it's um it's a trigger for me so I find that when I observe someone being selfish I I get quite my from a body point of view I can feel it I feel it irritating me so accepting that that's how I'm seeing it but that other person isn't intending to be selfish that's how I'm receiving it is the first step to me then going okay so what about I don't see it like that yeah. What about I just what about I just let go and say that other person has got a million things going on for them that I probably have no idea about. So what they're doing is what they're doing. They're not intending anything. Mm -hmm. It's me that's receiving. Um, and that observational role is enormously helpful in them working out how to get that that situation or that relationship to work better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, no matter where we are in our, the workplace, whether you are a leader or you're an aspiring leader, just that um, insight itself can be so powerful because what you've also done being, uh, you know, intentional rather than reacting in the moment. And let's face it, how many conflicts start by someone reacting in a place where they're feeling very uncomfortable? And then, of course, it lands not very well with the other person so they tend yes. to react to before you know it you've got this full-blown yep. conflict just, on your hands don't you it's, it just it escalates that's mm. exactly right so if someone can step out of the escalation you know, it only takes one person to step out of an escalation to stop it going to the place that you're talking about 
it takes two to fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're not participating in the conflict, there won't be a conflict. However, you do, you know, that doesn't mean you don't stand up for yourself, no. but just observing what's going on for the other person and saying, okay, can I see things from their perspective? Is there something I'm missing here? And seeking that clarification, you know, which is that second point I, that I um, spoke about, which mm. is, can we understand what's going on for that other person? Can we ask them? I, I had a situation once where I said, I'm not really quite clear what I've done that's upset you mm -hmm. um, but it seems to be quite serious because you seem to be quite agitated with me <laughs> and this person said I don't know I've ever thought about that before yes you're right I guess I blame you for this oh. <laughs> and we both looked at each other and gasped <laughs> yes because he hadn't understood that's what he felt I had no understanding that that's what he felt but just making that inquiry brought it out in the open and the whole thing went back into neutral. Mm -hmm. It went back into a neutral position where we could move forward and say, okay, well, that's interesting. A few things have gone on. Now how are we going to work together differently? Yeah. And and I think one of the um, things that you shared in, in the show notes, and I, I'd love to share that with listeners, is what Stephen Covey said, that seek to understand before you seek to be understood. And the example that you're just sharing, we can become far more influential with others by understanding them. Yes. Yes. What would anybody who's involved in negotiation mm -hmm. um, will, who, anybody who's been involved in very serious negotiations will probably appreciate that this is the most powerful place to negotiate from. Mm -hmm. Because unless you understand what is of value to someone else, you can actually give an enormous amount that's of value to you without satisfying their requirements yes. or their needs or their wants. And so you've given things away that you don't need to, whereas in fact what they wanted was possibly something quite small to you that was of enormous value to them. Mm. Now, that happens in big negotiations and it happens in one-to-one -one relationships. And so therefore understanding before you work out, before you try and solve things or fix things or address things without fully understanding what would fix them or what would address them at a clinical level it's not very efficient and it doesn't feel very nice because it feels very unsatisfying mm. so at both levels both from a from an empathy level and from an efficiency point of view seeking to understand before you seek to be understood is just good practice yeah and I think asking great open-ended questions so that you can be more understanding in what the other person is saying, because something else that, and I, I have to point my finger at myself too, we can so often presume something that someone else is thinking or their intention, whereas if we had have asked an open-ended question, we would have realized that that was not the intention at all. In fact, they were thinking about something far different, not about us, and yet we've made this big thing because we've assumed incorrectly. Is that something that you find as well? I think you're spot on, Anne-Marie. We're, we're all very intelligent, experienced people. We've got years and years of you know, business experience and leadership experience and life experience and we think we know and maybe we don't mm. and maybe we know a bit and we don't know the whole, the whole story, the complete picture and the complete picture can be a lot more helpful, Yeah, often is a lot more helpful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Ask the person an open-ended question and he was able then to, to come up with, oh, okay, no, not really, but now that you mentioned it, then it certainly took the conversation in a far more constructive uh, manner. 
yeah, I have a little rule for those conversations, which is one I've always talked to my teams about, which is own your statements. So whatever you say is your statement. There's no accusing, there's no judging, there's no assuming. It's like, I feel this, I think this, I sense this, I believe this. The I is important mm -hmm. because no one can tell you what you feel or believe or think. They don't have to agree with you but they can't tell you what to think or feel and neither can you with someone else. Yeah. So if you own your statements, it actually does what you're talking about. It becomes an open-ended statement that allows the other person to respond. Let's talk about leaders that can go from one extreme to the other. You've got a leader who is very direct and almost seems very insensitive, far too direct. And then on the opposite extreme, you've got leaders who don't want to hurt other people's feelings and so never really get to the, to the point. What can we do to achieve more of a balance? I think that the starting point is to understand your own particular tendency. So um, many of us who have had technical training of whatever discipline or profession can lean quite heavily on that technical training and try and get points across or use logic to work with people. Um, but people feel and respond and have a whole backdrop to the way that they listen to an argument or a question. So it's important to understand that if your tendency is to be logical, then you've got to be more careful about listening to other people's feelings and expressions of uncertainty or distrust or concern. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who's a highly empathetic person and you know you are, you know you're scared of hurting people, you don't like hurting people's feelings, then that awareness that that's your tendency and you may need to be more structured in order to get a point across or mm -hmm. to help someone understand an argument is, in, is the starting point. Because teams, and that's who you work with, are where your strength lies. So if you understand your tendencies, then balancing them out with the people around you and seeking counsel for those that are different to you is going to be a very powerful way to move forward. Absolutely. And I think, again, it's all about self-awareness, isn't it? Awareness yes, oh, of others <laughs> and, yeah, really being aware of that and, and basing your approach on, on that because there's going to be some people who are far more open to having a little bit more directness in, in your conversation and others who do really appreciate um, some conversation around that rather than just getting straight to, to the point. And asking asking people is always a good start. Yes, that's how right. How do you like to? How do you like you know? How do you think? How do you how do you learn? How yeah. do you like being communicated? To? I mean, it's such a simple question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Don't yet, assume. How ask. often do we actually ask it? <laughs> exactly. Again, to the previous point, don't assume. Ask yeah. them. You know, and and I'm sure if we do observe, and that's what we said, understand others, observe them uh, as leaders, we can soon gauge um, how best that we can influence our, our team and the way that they appreciate information being shared uh, to them. So what last words of advice would you have for everyone today? It's in many ways a summary of some of the things that we've talked about that mm -hmm. it's important, I think it's important for all of us as leaders to take time to understand our unique set of abilities, and passions and talents and appreciate those of, the, of your team and those around you. If you do that, you can make sure that you work in an environment and that you create an environment that values each of those unique contributions. It means can people can contribute their best and it reinforces for you and your team the value of the diversity mm. all the time. 
Yeah, so true. So, Virginia, how can people get in contact with you? So, my uh, website is transformationjourney.com.au. Uh, at this moment, it's still undergoing some work, uh, subject to the the release of my book, The Truth About Transformation, which will be out possibly in the next, probably in the next four to six weeks. Um, my mobile number is 0413451455 if you wish to reach out directly or my email is virginia at transformationjourney.com.au and I'd be delighted to talk to every leader who is interested in a personal development journey and being the best leader they can be. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Virginia. And we will put all of those contact details on our show notes so you've got those easy to access. AnneMarieCross.com forward slash podcast 34. AnneMarieCross.com forward slash podcast 34. Thanks again, Virginia. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Anne-Marie. As I've done over the last few shows, I'm inviting one of my Microsoft brand ambassadors, the fellow Microsoft brand ambassadors, to share their tech tip and how we can use technology, whether it be the Microsoft Surface, an app or a process to help us streamline our business. Now, if you're using a Microsoft Surface Pro and have a favorite app or the way that you're using it in your business, let me know and I'll do a shout out on one of our shows. Send me an email at podcast at annemariecross.com. Anyway, let's dive into today's tip. So today we have Megan Yemmer, Tech Coach HQ, with us again today. Hey, Megan. Uh, good afternoon. And what tip do you have for us today? So we are looking at OneNote, and I've just uh, released a special blog post on how to get back to basics with OneNote. And today we're talking about recording audio from meetings. Now we know for a fact that our brains can only take probably max three things in at any one time. So when you're in a meeting, it's really important to be able to take audio with people's permission, of course, regarding privacy. So we can do this in OneNote. And how we do it is we go into a OneNote 2016, it's a desktop app version, and you go to insert the ribbon at the top. Remember, ribbon is just another name for toolbar uh, in the Microsoft uh, world. And you go insert record audio. Now, the great thing about this is if you would like to add text type or handwrite a small amount of text um, when you're doing this, what happens is as you go to play back that audio is it will play back the words as well. So that's really good as a visual prompt, not just an audio prompt of where you are from your meeting. Mm -hmm. So if you're discussing something and you want to make a note, like there might be, you know, follow up with such and such about this particular topic, that particular text will come up at the same time that the discussion is being held. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's just like playback, you know, when you're in like the video and like you fast forward or rewind yeah. and you can see at exact that same point. Yeah. I call it I call it audio or word karaoke because <laughs> the words come up yes. and light up or play when you go for that playback. Yeah. Now, is there a time limit on the audio file, anything like that? Mm, I think that that's something I'll need to discuss for the next week. <laughs> okay. But, but, but like with most uh, audio, um Obviously, the bigger the audio, the longer the recording, the bigger the file of your OneNote. Mm -hmm. And keeping in mind, OneNote is an ever-ending uh, note, yes. or you, you know, with your notebook. So keep it keep it uh, reasonable. But yeah, 
look, it's worth experimenting and we'll we'll put some tips in uh, to go with the podcast. Yeah, fantastic. All right. So, Megan, how can people reach out if they want to know more? So you can go to www.techcoachhq.com.au, find me at Megs Amanda on Twitter, uh, Megan A. Yemma on Instagram or Facebook under TechCoachHQ. So before we go, just for those of you who networking is a very big part of your day-to-day activities to build relationships, whether it be finding key stakeholders or clients in your business. If you're struggling, then you need to get access to our free Network with Confidence checklist, how to network and communicate with confidence to grow your network, your relationships and your business. There are suggested icebreakers for those of you who struggle to start a meaningful conversation, even with strangers. There is a format there on how you can create a powerful introduction that will entice people to want to know more about you and your business, as well as how to respond to that question, tell me more about what you do so that you can answer that confidently and create interest in your work. So if you want to get access to the Network with Confidence checklist, all you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash Network with Confidence checklist. Now that brings us to the end of another show. I am sure you've taken a lot of notes to help you become a far more influential leader. Please reach out to Virginia and access her resources and of course grab a copy of her book once it launches. If this is the first time you are listening to today's show, welcome. It really is a pleasure and an honor that you have spent time listening to us. Why not subscribe to our iTunes channel, which means that we will spend time together every week with another guest expert like we did today with Virginia. How to do that? Go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. And while you're over there, why not leave a rating and a comment on the show that always makes sure that we're providing you the right content to help you become a far more influential leader in your business or if you're working in corporate for your team as well. Have a fantastic week. We will see you again next week. Bye, Virginia. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.